get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 230 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the word I want to look for? It's so this is a, a a fucked up week, I guess. Put it to put it uh <laughs> was that the, was that the phrasing you were struggling to <laughs> No, <laughs> struggling that, to that, that, out? that really wasn't, but it just I mean that that fit way better than anything else like what <laughs> a can I say fuck, fucked up. <laughs> what a real fucked up week. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm just kind of like <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of in awe at like how like the weekend as a whole was solid, like Memorial Day weekend, like, you know, good time, had a decent time to relax, all that good shit. And then, man, <laughs> we came back on like, yeah, we came back on from, I mean, on like from, uh, uh, from break, came back from break and shit, man, shit. When, so when, so we had, um, so we had the incident with, with, Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper at the bird at the bird or the park, I guess. I don't know if it's a bird park or the dog park or whatever the fuck. Uh, and then you had the uh, death of George Floyd. Like, I don't know when these, the dates of these happenings. I mean, I know it was over the course of the weekend or Monday. No, I don't, I don't have a good frame of reference right now. When did this shit actually happen? Yeah, I don't think anybody of uh, any of us in life have a good frame of reference for time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know, I know, the, both things popped off this week. Put it that way. And like, so with with George Floyd's death, which is crazy, was that the the first video that I seen was a video coming from the passenger side of the of the area. Where where it showed the the police officer on George Floyd, and uh, you just see him on him. But then there's a video uh, from the other side of the street, and then there's two more motherfuckers on him. Like, why are they all on him? Oh, it's so many wise. Yeah, so there's a video from the other side that's showing him, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I think. What, what bothered me the most about it was, um, well, it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint what, like pinpoint what's the, what bothers what's the, you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In all I, of this, all of this stuff that's on a scale of one to ten, a ten on the fucked up in this scale. But um, the fact that that cop kept his knee on dude's neck after he was already clearly dead at that point, like he was it, or unconscious, whatever the case may be. I mean, he was dead, but. For all the for all the observers or the police know, maybe he's just like unconscious, like choked out. But whatever the case may be, dude wasn't moving. He was out, and my, my man stood there with the, kept the knee down. Like man, I, I think what like I said, so many so many points to that that bothers me with this whole thing. But the one thing that really irritated my soul was like he was so comfortable 
with his knee in his neck. Like it was like he, like he did, like he killed motherfuckers. Like he like I kill niggas and that's what I do. It's like it was like uh uh what was it Glorious Bastards like I hunt Nazis and shit. Like I kill niggas. <laughs> and he's he just ba- and he's he just, the bear Jew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's like the the bear honky and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he just he just and he was just sitting there so fucking like matter of factly just like I thought he and it was weird because I thought he had his hand in his pocket, but he really just had his hand on his thigh, just resting it. But he's just chilling, dog. Like that just is fucking crazy. Yeah, man, that motherfucker, dog. Like, and like you said, you it, it was almost it almost sounded kind of tongue in cheek. Like, oh man, he did that. Like he killed motherfuckers. But man, I bet he does. I bet he does, man. Like, man, shit, this motherfucker at Trump rallies and shit. Cops for Trump. Uh, cops for Trump basically means cops for killing niggas. Like that's re- that's that's what that is. Like you wear something that says "cops for Trump," that means like yo, yo, we support killing niggas. Like <laughs> let's all get behind this movement. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see any any good coming out of fucking uh, cops for Trump. Uh, like that that just doesn't seem like something that's uh, gonna gonna. Uh, gonna show uh, something good like cops with trunk that doesn't sound anything like cops with trunk sounds like it's not like the most races of races like <laughs> I, oh my god yeah that that sounds just that just ugh. And, and you know what else man how come how come it seemed like every couple of days especially I don't know it seems like it turned up ever since the pandemic like white people had to stay home and then it's like after they got tired of like staying at home and not being able to golf and, and get on boats and get their haircuts at what's the fuck of that name that Uncle Sam or whatever the name of that was they would have a place white people get their hair cut at. <laughs> oh the Uncle uh, Sam, but that ain't it though. No, it's, it's not Sam. Sam it's Sam in it, right? <laughs> it's uh what's the name of that shit? <laughs> it's uh Sam Sam uh, I just added Delvin whenever his uh his uh, audio pop in. I'm uh, right here. I me? Yeah, what up, though? Yeah, we, yeah. Have, we don't have vid- we don't have video on, so you don't have to. Okay. But you can have it on if you want. <laughs> well, I am a handsome person, so you know. He got the guns out and shit, you know. So <laughs> word, word. He got the he got the uh, queen size sheet hanging in the background. <laughs> That's my my that green screen. Got, that boy still got the crease in it. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, all things considered, man. Yeah, yeah, all things considered. Yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely a good way to word things. Yeah, I don't want to punch a motherfucker in the face. <laughs> yeah, so we're glad you could jump on so spur of the moment. Uh, I, well, I guess I wish we would have chatted earlier, but good to see you was free anyway. Um, yeah, man, so we were just kind of just talking about the – we we was talking about George Floyd and we're just kind of describing, you know, what we had seen and, and so forth. What So – what was your initial thoughts, Delvin, once you, uh, uh, or just when you first heard the news of, uh, of that, of that well, incident? Actually, Delvin, before you even start, what's the name of the place that white people get their hair cut? Fantastic because Sam's. That's what it is. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Fantastic, Fantastic Sam's. That's oh, we don't is. have that down here. Oh, that, oh, you don't? oh, that's regional. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we don't have Fantastic. We have Supercuts. That's the, Oh, that's they another jam. one. Yep. 
that's another one. Super cuts. Yeah, I was because I, I called it Uncle, I called it Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam's. I mean, that works. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, what I was what I was saying is that like, man, like it was like when the pandemic started, it was like everything was kind of chill for a little bit. Like you know, it wasn't no school shootings happening because the white people had to stay home. It wasn't no black folks getting shot because the white people had to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were so like, we free. Yo, let's release, yeah, let's release, let's release a little bit of y'all motherfuckers into the population. Bam, yeah. bam, 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 nigga, die, die, die. Like, yo. Like, yeah. Yo, we all we only released like 10% of y'all. And I, How y'all killing 100 so crazy. Niggas? It's like, so crazy you say that because I didn't even I didn't even put the two to two and two together. Like I didn't even correlate. That you know, just to open it up of the economy, meaning that niggas is gonna die. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, I I just didn't. Man, that is oh my god, dog. The timing is perfectly in line, bro. Like nothing happened. Like the whole pandemic. What have we been talking about the whole time? Two things: our time working from home and the last dance. That's the only thing yeah. we've been talking about during the whole pandemic. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, let's open up Georgia. Oh, let's allow people to go to a couple more places. Let's allow them to golf and shit." And then all of a sudden, here come the black bodies piling up because white people was able to leave the house. Like, if it's any proof, if it's any more proof that they just want to kill us, that's it right there. When they couldn't go out, it stopped happening. Yeah, it's almost like how on Black Friday people be waiting for the motherfucking doors to open. These yeah. cops are really out here waiting for us, the, the doors open, to start shooting niggas again. I can't right. wait. I can suit. <laughs> they said they're like, man, I can't wait to kill uh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get back on my murdering shit. Uh, murdering shit. Oh, uh, murdering shit. That's the name of my yacht. Murdering <laughs> murder shit. shit. That's my big boat. My big black boat. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to get back on my murdering shit. It's my yacht. Oh, <laughs> Fuck out of here. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Delvin. You can answer the question now. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> oh, I guess just your initial thoughts when you when you first start when you first uh, heard the, like the news of uh, George Floyd. It was almost like a one-two punch type of thing because, I, if I remember correctly, the whole thing about the the dumbass Karen came out earlier that day, mm-hmm. and yeah. everybody was kind of in the tizzy about how this could have turned out a whole lot worse and things like that. And we were like, okay, yeah, that is very much true. And then we see what a whole lot worse literally is. Mm-hmm. And I was I was furious. I was crestfallen. I was furious. I was like, come on, man, not this bullshit again. And it's and what got me even more upset was the fact that we've gotten to that point where there's two types of people. There's people who are dumb to it and choose to ignore it, and then there's the motherfuckers who like to make excuses for it, and they try to come up with every type of fucking excuse they can. Whether it's oh, what did he do for the cop to do that, or it doesn't fucking matter what he did. At at this point in time, you killed a man who was unarmed. If I'm correct, they were saying it for a forgery thing. Some type and, of stupid shit like that. Uh, forgery and meaning the fucking bad ch- wrote a bad check allegedly. Which is no one should die for a fucking bad check. It, it, that that's those are the biggest problems I have with this is that the, you got cops out here who are playing judge, jury, and fucking executioner all for things that potentially shouldn't even be to that to that extent. Like you, they, they're playing everything and they're playing God, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Like they're doing everything. And it's just crazy to me. Like, even if he like, you know, you go back to Eric, uh, Eric Garner years ago, who was allegedly selling uh, fucking CDs or whatever. Or no, I'm sorry. That's a different person. Cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes. 
uh, I can't even think of the guy that's so fucked up is that it's so I was, many. I was just about to say that, like, we can't even remember who got choked, the kill. I forget, what. I forget the somebody, guy's name. Somebody was, was selling, selling CDs, CDs though. Yeah, it was. I just yeah. can't think of his name. Um, but yeah, so it's been so many. So it's like, even if he was doing something that that was okay, illegal or bad or whatever the fuck, that's no fucking death sentence, you know. So, but just to see how, and I'll tell right before you got on, Delvin, uh, just the initial cop that had his knee in the neck, just to see him be so fucking calm with it, like he does this shit often, that was like the thing that really bugged the shit out of me. Like, yeah. he's just casually just killing a man. And people are screaming and yelling, and he's saying, I can't breathe, blah, 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 blah. Then you, you just, like, you just casually just killed this guy, dog. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking and sad. And some, I'm gonna call this my. I'm not gonna say his name, but somebody said the stupidest shit on Twitter up there about this shit. And his response, and, and by what I say, you can guess what race he was. His first response to what he said it was, well, why didn't the black people who saw this going on rush the cops? <laughs> you know what? I, I did, Well, let me first say, let me preface that I didn't have that thought. I had, I had the thought of, I wish we lived in a society where we could actually do something about shit like that. You know, but of course, that's just fucking suicide. You know what I'm saying? Like, all they're yeah. gonna do is pull out and shoot everybody. Yeah, essentially, and we, to be clear, we did live in that society a while back. Well, we didn't live there. We were not even born. It was still sperm. But there was a time where the Black Panthers would, would combat shit just like this from happening. And the government systematically took them out because they felt it was a threat. And now we live in a society where things like this happen and basically nothing happens because of it. No one does anything about it. Like black man gets killed in the streets senselessly by police officers. We get mad. We boycott. We riot. After a while, it simmers down. Nobody thinks about it again until it happens another week, a week later. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant, constant thing over and over again. It, we get mad about it until the next big news story comes up. Well, Kim Kardashian got, grew some more ass or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and then we forget all about it. And the people who, and what, what bothers about this so much is that the people who don't forget about it is this guy's family. Mm-hmm. They always gonna remember this one moment that fucked up their lives. And it's fucked up that this keeps constantly happening. And then you have dumb motherfuckers out there sitting there telling people like LeBron James to shut up and dribble when they start saying stuff about this type of shit. And that's what pisses me off. But then in the same note, you have people out there who are trying to downplay it and say stop making it a race issue like fucking dumbass Candace Owens. Mm. Man. I sh- she tweeted earlier today, she retweeted an old video that she had posted after Philando Castile died. Like, why, like, is this really the time like, like her video, I watched maybe like the first 30 seconds before I got sick of it and had to turn it off. But it was something like she started off by basically saying, like, I would never say that it's cool for Philando Castillo to get killed. What I'm saying is, like, it's not cool to tell me how I'm good, how I should vote or how I should believe based on this one isolated incident. And then she's like, you know, I was talking to somebody who's recording this right now is like Mike.com, M-I-C, not M-I-K-E mike.com and she's like they're recording this right now and somebody from them told me that uh it was some crazy high number 
of black people were killed by the police in 2016. And she was like, how many of them were unarmed? 16. That's it. You expect me to change, uh, to get all mad and change how I vote when uh, only 16 people were killed unarmed by the police? And here's, okay, here's one point about that. Actually, the only point that I'm really going to make is that people always reference black on black crime as a means of refuting what, uh, you know, as, as like a counterpoint to us being upset about the police. So like, oh, y'all get mad about the police killing y'all, but y'all don't get mad about y'all killing each other. And there's two problems with that. One, yes, we do get mad about killing each other. Very and much two, so. And, right. And two, and the more important one is that we don't, we are not the police. The police are here and they exist to serve and protect. Like they are held to a higher standard than we are as as civilians. So police should not just, police should not be like just running around killing motherfuckers, even if it's 16, that's 16 too many for the police to be killing. And especially it's too many when the only reason you kill them is because they black. Like if you, if you, if it's, if you killed 16 people by accident because maybe you drew your gun and you're like freeze and then maybe you shot them by mistake or something like that, or you dropped your gun and it fired or whatever, like if, if it's an accident. But when you are purposefully uh, choking, uh, suffocating, uh, you know, got somebody on the ground and point blank shoot them, doing that kind of shit, that ain't no accident. And that shit's happened zero times from the police. And it should definitely not be happened in a racially motivated way because they're too fucking scared of black people to remember all the shit that they magically forget when they kill black people, which is the way that they handle it when white people do it. When white people run up all crazy, wielding knives and some shit, somehow they manage to figure out a way to subdue and arrest those people or subdue, arrest them, put on bulletproof vests and take them to Burger King. But if it's a black guy that's unarmed, all of a sudden he's so fucking intimidated that we have, fuck it, just shoot. That should happen zero fucking times, Candace Cunt Owens. That's how many times that should happen. So 16 is too many, so fuck her. Go ahead, continue. Oh, I got <laughs> a lot to say. About, I got a lot to say about what you said. I think, and you are one hundred percent right. I think that motherfuckers always want to use numbers when it benefits them. And I always look at it like this: there was only there was only sixteen cases reported. How many cases that they didn't report, or mm. cases that they just turned to? Him, oh, this was a murder. Oh, he had a gun. A gun was planted. And oh they just man, that's a good fucking point. Like that's there's a, a lot point. of things. Oh, how many cases that were thrown out? That the police is literally thrown out. Okay, we don't see enough evidence to to convict this officer. How many times that shit has happened? Mm-hmm. Like under under these type of rules, a lot of these cases that's with the court would not be would not be in that listing at all. Right. Look at uh, just just last week, fucking Amar Aubrey. Let no last week, but whenever that happened, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. Exact same scenario. Them motherfuckers would have got off scot-free if that video hadn't leaked. Well, the, part, the crazy part about that thing is that that happened in fucking, like, February. Yeah. Exactly. That's how. And, that's why I say that. Yeah. Because now it's May, and the only and they got arrested, what, like, a day or two after the video leaked? But so, in the three months prior, <laughs> nothing happened? So I just, I commented on a video, on an article today on Facebook. We talk about white criminals getting, not being killed on, on fuck shit. Uh... A Waterford Township man has been charged with a resisting arrest after crashing a car, then trying to hit a sheriff deputy with a tire. 
<laughs> An old ass tire, and that motherfucker is in jail. How? I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at the visual. Oh no! Somebody I, I get picking it. up a whole ass tire, like switch, like rotate, like swinging, and so like turning around at 363, like what building up the fuck? speed to really launch that motherfucker. And the police just standing there watching. Like, look at this stupid motherfucker. Man, I think it's so much wrong, so much bullshit that people try to put out there and make it seem like, oh, this not this. Like, like the thing you said about black on black crime. Anytime somebody makes that dumbass argument. They never talk about white on white crime. Like anytime, like if a white if a white police officer kills or a black police officer kills, a, a black police officer kills a white office, a white person, we don't sit there and say, "Well, look at the white on white crime." You guys do it to each other every day. That's not I'ma a say, thing. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> well, Mike's gonna say it now. I'm gonna say it. If it ever happens, which it won't, but if it did have, if a black cop ever killed an unarmed white man for no reason, I'm gonna be like. Oh man, that sucks. But what about that white on white crime? No, y'all mad about that? Yeah. What about I, all them school shootings y'all doing? All right. <laughs> I remember arguing with a guy about whole the whole black on black crime thing, and he brought up the argument. Of, yeah, uh, about uh, or, or he brought up the argument about white cops killing uh, white people too, or something like that. And the number was pretty large. And I'm just like, well, shit. You should be mad about that. Like, why are you even mad about black on you sh- black on black crime? Doesn't doesn't become an issue until we are mad about black people being killed by police. Like that, like you said earlier, that's the rebuttal every time. No one, no one never gives a fuck about uh, black people dying on under any other other circumstances. It's only when we're mad when police kill us that the rebuttal comes. What about y'all killing each other or some shit? Like you ain't care ten minutes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At all, and let me ask you this: When it comes to, I know that's just just everybody say, oh, white people, white police officers kill white people all the time too. Well, there's a lot more white people in America than there are black people, so statistically, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah, the sheer numbers is way higher. And fuck y'all should be mad about that shit. Why ain't mad about that? Nobody, I don't see nobody protesting about fucking uh, uh, white people against Blue Lives Matter and shit. Like, <laughs> like that that shit, that shit's retarded, dog. I will Straight say that fucking retarded. they always use that excuse when they have nothing to, to say about it. It's always, they always try to move the goalposts every time some shit like this happens and make up a thousand and one excuses on why that black person should have been killed or why those cops are not wrong. And that's the bullshit that always gets me pissed off with this shit. Well, they always come up with a thousand and one excuses like, well, maybe he should have not resisted arrest. Get the fuck out of here. Or some shit <laughs> like that. Delvin comes on our podcast. It's the most he ever cussed in his whole life. I know, man. He <laughs> owned it, boy. I love it too, man. I love it. But yeah, he's man. Like, I, I, oh, he's, like, he's like Ray J and shit. Are we live? <laughs> <laughs> These punk crackers. <laughs> Yo, but what about the white guy? Fuck that nigga. Oh, whoa, Delvin, chill out. Oh, Delvin, it's cool, brother. It's cool, man. Take a breather, man. I know you don't drink, but you know, take a sip, man. Chill out, brother. Yeah. <laughs> But man, yeah, uh, yeah. To, to but to that point too, man. Like I've almost made it. It's almost like a game to me to see what level of mental gymnastics white people are gonna do to justify these increasingly unjustifiable shootings. So it's like if you go way back to Trayvon Martin, right? There was all kinds of justification that people had for that. Like they they just had all kinds of reasons why George Zimmerman was not at fault. And then like you progress to today, where like a going back to old boy that had the uh, had the cop with his knee on his neck, um, Floyd. Going back to Floyd, it's like, okay, 
like, I don't know. Well, one, have y'all watched this video? I've seen it. Of which one? Uh, George Floyd. Yes, I did. I've seen the whole thing. Yes. Now, I didn't see the whole. I didn't see the. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw. All I saw to the point was him on the ground. So I didn't see what what got it to that point. That's that's the beginning of it, really. I don't think there's any further footage before that. I, I saw an article earlier today that said that there's footage that shows that he was he was never resisting arrest. I heard I, I read something but I have seen a, I seen a tagline about that as well. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But anyway, point being, um, you start that video, you watch that video, and all you see is the police casually with his neck needed this dude's neck and do you know, like, hey, I can't breathe, yeah, yeah, the same, you know, saying all the all the indications that you're killing me. And he just casually got his knee there, and all of a sudden, dude just stops, stops moving, stops breathing, passes out, whatever the case may be. The whole time, dude casually has his knee on his neck. Now, there's not an ounce of resisting. It's already come out that you know all he was doing was there was something having to possibly do with forgery, allegedly, whatever. And I'm thinking like, okay, there's no way white people could justify this, right? <laughs> so like, I'm looking at, I'm so now I'm looking for it, like, okay, like what what mental gymnastics are they gonna do now? justify why this is okay and it's it's amazing the the way that they will reach and claw to find a way to justify that as if it's something worth justifying like you can't just be like yeah that was fucked up i like like even as like like as a human as a living and breathing human being you can't look at that and just be like yo that was fucked up like (laughs) Like, I feel like even if you hate, even if you hate black people, I still feel like you should at least in, in, in one way be able to be like, uh, I hate niggas, but that was fucked up. Like, I feel like anybody could do, I feel like anybody should be able to do that. Like, cause I know, look at me, man. I hate white people. If that happened to a white person, <laughs> if that happened to a white person, I'd be sitting there like, man, that's fucked up. But what about that white on white crime though? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think another point, just to, I guess not counter, but just on the uh, on the flip side, when you know you got the Amy Cooper and you got the same people who's justifying, well, if he had just you know not wrote a bad check or not done something illegal, uh, they they not saying the same thing about her. Like if she would have had her fucking dog on a leash, none of that shit would have popped off at all. None of it. Like the the comply to survive doesn't apply to white people. Damn, Farrakhan, you came with the bars. <laughs> can you can you repeat that sentence? I can't. <laughs> oh, you said something. The the, the comply something. comply to survive don't don't apply. Don't apply. To white yeah, the comply to survive don't apply. Uh, damn, Farrakhan. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Amy Cooper, the the middle gymnastics on the Amy Cooper was like. Simone Biles level of gymnastics, dog. Like I saw, so and Otis, you saw this. Uh, yeah. Skip Mar- Skip Martin, uh, the uh, one of the two owners of Romacraft, our our favorite cigar brand. Uh, we both follow him on Facebook, and he's a big, big, big political guy, like big time. Like he posts about politics all the time, and he posted the Amy Cooper story, like, "Yo, this is fucked up," just like any other person with any kind of common sense would say. And I, I comment before I, it had 93 comments at the time that I saw it. I didn't read a single comment, but I put a comment in. I was like, I'm about to see how many people justified this. And like I went and scrolled up and there was somebody who posted what looked to be a Facebook post from from the guy. What was his name? Charles something? Christian. I Christian. think it was Christian Cooper. I think Christian Cooper. Christian. That's the name. Yeah. Yep. Christian Cooper. Yeah. Christian Cooper. Yeah. 
it, it looked to be a Facebook post of his where he explained what happened leading up to when he started recording the video. And uh, I don't know if you saw that, Delvin. I know Otis saw it because he saw the. Hey, hey, that was before, that and that was before your post. Like, yeah, I had well, seen my that po- post I, already. Yeah, and that, and like I said, I I just posted just because I was like, I know I know somebody gonna be in here trying to justify this, so I'm gonna post now that I know somebody's justifying it, and then I'm gonna read the comments. But then the post says something like it was from Christian or whatever, and it says something like, "Yeah, I saw her in this area of the park that you're not supposed to have dogs." I told her like, "Yo, yo, dumb white bitch, you're not supposed to have dogs." And she was like, yo, "Fuck you." Yeah, she was like, "Yo, fuck you, nigga." <laughs> and then he was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do." He was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do something you really ain't gonna like, then, bitch." She was like, "Do what, nigga?" And then he pulled out treats, a treat for his dog, her do- a treats, dog treats from his pocket, and was like, "And then when I pulled the treats out." She said, don't you feed my dog or, and started freaking out. And he was like, and then that's when I started recording. And the dude who posted that, their whole point was kind of like, yo, it's fucked up. That he threatened to give her dog treats. Like, <laughs> is, this, is this the fucking world we live in? Like, this is the hill you ready to die on, dog? Treats? Oh, right. Treats, my nigga? Treats. He, tr- he tried to give your dog a treat. We talking about and he's treats. Like, and, he's like, and he's like, what if the dog was allergic to whatever treats you had? Like, like he, had, like he had a pocket full of onions or some shit. Like, come the fuck <laughs> on, dude. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you seen how Christian Cooper looks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing yes. about him is threatening, for one thing. <laughs> and another thing is, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's actually a well-known person. He, he's he's like I think he worked for like Marvel Comics at some point. He yep. graduated from Harvard, and he's like he's he's like a well-established black man. I mean, just man, period. But just well-established black man. Yeah, uh, nothing about him looks threatening whatsoever. He doesn't even talk threatening. Like when I heard him talking, like that's that's another white guy she's arguing with. Hey, Mike. <laughs> oh, so, so Mike, he he picture a light-skinned William Bolden. No, yeah, I, I know what he looked like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't heard him talk though, but I, I know what he looked. Well, I mean, outside of the video, but he yeah. talks like a black person making fun of a white person's talking. <laughs> that's literally how he sounds. <laughs> Man, you, that's you know crazy, what? Though. And when I looked at him, when I seen when I seen his picture, and then I seen him his, his quotes about um, her the baby watching. going over overboard about ruining her life. I was like, okay, it makes sense. The motherfucker's a bird watcher. <laughs> that's the, that's just it all right there. He was there fucking watching birds. How threatened can you possibly be by a person a person fucking looking at birds? What does he do for Marvel? He was a writer, if I'm correct. Okay. So what? this motherfucker probably write Squirrel Girl or some shit and fucking <laughs> and fucking <laughs> bird watches. <laughs> but, but, but she's out here what? like yo this nigga's trying to kill my dog but, but the police the, the fucked up about the fucked up part about that is that we've had to sit pretty much we as pretty much common sense america we've had to prove that he looked harmless to be able to do something to her when yeah. you could have had a, a another black man that looked maybe scruffy beard you know, not not as nearly as inviting, and we would have to prove that he's not going to do anything to her because she's faking a fucking story. Like we got to make him look like a fucking saint for 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 people to realize that she was in almost in the wrong. You know that to me, that's the fucked up part about this whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah w- would it be harder to defend him if it was like Debo, like t- wasn't a Tiny Lister? Or something probably, like that? Like, or yeah. Young Thug. <laughs> probably you like motherfucking Young Thug. Yeah. 
You got red. You got you got fucking. I don't know. Insert random fucking rapper. Uh, I don't like Young Thug as an example because that motherfucker sound weird too. <laughs> Let me feed your dog. Let me feed your dog. Like what? <laughs> I mean, say you got Jim Jones walking through the park watching watching birds and shit. That would be funny. Jim I would Jones pay out in the to watch Jim Jones <laughs> bird watching. Jim Jones walking the park, sagging bird watching, and just but so but so back on to her though, like the fact that she was able to like he, equip her her white power. And changing her voice, like she put on, like I've never seen a white person put on a white person voice. Like she went to straight <laughs> distress yep. to, to 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 act that whole thing out. Like, and I, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine there's a uh, there has to be any circle of white people that don't understand the consequences that it comes with calling the police on us. Like I just don't see a I don't see a circle of white people that don't get how fucked up that can be for us. And even if there is a circle of white people that don't get it, she got it because she specified that it was an African-American man when she was on the phone. She didn't just yep. say, hey, there's a guy here trying to feed my dog, <laughs> like which she didn't even she didn't even call for trying to feed the dog. But like if she said that, she didn't say there's a guy here trying to harass me or trying to feed my dog or whatever. She specified it was a black man. So yeah. she, man she knew what was up. Attacking yeah. her. Yeah, she yes. knew what was up. He's, 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 a, he's attempting to throw treats at my dog. Why she, me? Why she's choking the dog up? I kept. I, I was watching the video. Like, did the dog survive? Because my man was choked the fuck up, dog. Oh, they took that dog so far away from that bitch. Because that was a rescue dog. I don't get. God, I, damn. I don't, I don't, I don't really. Get, I don't. It keeps getting worse. I don't get fucking how, rescue dog. I don't get how they figured out the dog was a rescue dog and got the dog taken so fast. That's the part I don't understand. Because I think if, if I'm correct. You know company, how white like people well value known, dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's a well-known company. They, I guess, once they put her name out, they looked up the record and saw it. Well, yeah, no, the reason the reason this really came to the news is because of the dog. Yeah, hundred percent. This is definitely not because of uh, Christian Cooper. Yeah, that comp- that company was like, oh my god, that young woman almost tried to get a black man killed. Let's see if she uh, got that dog from us though. Cause that dog needs that dog needs to be safe, and that woman needs to be brought to justice. No, no, I think I think I think you're being generous with the company. The company was like, "Man, she choking the shit out of that dog. Let's see where the fuck she lives. Let's get this dog back." I bet you Christian <laughs> Cooper never came in that conversation <laughs> at right. all. So it was just about the fucking dog. But to see people on on that post, but to see people, and it was more than more than one, oh, uh, more than one person. It was a few people trying to justify his his actions of being wrong. Like people kept saying, we're both of them wrong. No, there's no fucking realistic world that has both of them fucking wrong. None. How does that story, how does that story even play out? Like if the cops come and they shoot him or something like that, how does that story play out? Like, yeah, white girl from fucking New York, uh, see squirrel girl writer, put down his bird seed and offer her dog kibbles and bits. So he got shot by the police. Wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> oh, it would it wouldn't even play out like that. It, it, it cause you know, this is the most fucked up thing about it. She wouldn't even got blamed for it. It would have the fuck. It would have been an issue with the cops. They would have one hundred percent put it on the cops. Oh, she would have been out of the picture. It was like let me come over, fuck some shit up, and leave. Like it it, it wouldn't even been about her no more. Because if he wouldn't have been recording that, he would have had a fucking knee in his neck or a fucking bullet in his head. So. It's just like, and it's never the the thing with all is all of these videos and stuff that come out and stuff. It's like it's never about them seeing the video. It's only when we see the shit. 
Because that's the only time shit gets done when we see the fucking videos and we try to outcry. And that's why I think I seen a couple of people posting about how uh, the whole shooting of Breonna Taylor is not as prominent. And I think a lot of people try to put push the agenda of it being a woman. But I think that the 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 lack of video. Yeah, I think video just intrigues people. Like there's people that you can see that and shit. And so I don't think that no one's purposely just uh, pushing her story to the back burner because of, you know, just because she's a woman. But I think when people get see these videos, I think it just it just ingrains in memories of folks and shit. And I've been trying to catch up on that on that story because it's so fucked up. Like they raid the wrong house and kill her. Like how are how are all the motherfuckers fired and charged with something? You know what I'm saying? It's fucking retarded, dog. Yeah, that's why I was thinking about this whole story going back to earlier that they immediately fired the cops. Them niggas doing time. Like I have never seen cops get so fired so fast in my life. Usually in situations like this, they put them on administrative leave. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. No, they said no. You guys get the fuck up out of here. All four of y'all. I was, I was actually, I was surprised. I, and I think a lot of people, including yourselves, were, I was very fucking surprised that they were fired so fast. Like, it's usually, like you say, that administrative leave while they do some invest, investigating. But you can't fucking invest. You watch this motherfucker for seven minutes, put a knee in the neck. There's nothing to investigate. Yeah. He, he, he did that shit. We've seen strange investigations. Hmm. They immediately, the, it, no, all I, we saw was, the mayor's statement, after the mayor's statement, oh, all four of them are fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it happened. I mean, we've, of course, seen, and that was Alton Sterling that we saw about earlier that we didn't, uh, I can't recall the name. With the CDs? The CDs, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we've seen many of stories. I don't think there's even been charges with that story with Alton Sterling, not that I know of. Um but yeah, we've we've seen it plenty of times. You know, the the fucking cop that uh the actual cop that choked out Eric Garner, he got he got fucking promoted. Um, so we've definitely seen a you know uh, uh many a stories where uh it don't really they don't really get charged or any of that shit. You know, man, we need Black Panthers back, dog. Oh, we back. really do, dog. I've been like, saying that for the longest. Yeah, we're not we we might we ain't gonna get Dexter. We're not gonna get Batman. We need and, and Batman probably wouldn't even be good enough because Batman might let. I mean, I take Superfly at this point. <laughs> Shit, dog. Like, I, 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 <laughs> Superfly. I, I, I need we need something, man. Oh my, that fucking <laughs> fucking black dynamite. Shit, I don't care. <laughs> we need somebody, man. Yeah, well, we, we, there's just not, nothing on our like. We're just fucking. We're prey. That's it. We're fucking prey. All right, I, yeah, answer, we need Black Panthers back. To answer your question about Alton Sterling, the Department of Justice investigated, but in May of 2017 decided that they would not file criminal charges against the police officers. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, you know, you know, police officers are getting fired. That's cool or whatever. But like, I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, have any of these motherfuckers gone to jail? Like. <laughs> they've arrested some, they've administrated leave some, they've charged some, whatever. Has anyone gone to jail for any of these? Like any of them? Uh like, the I, guy who went, I know the guy who uh who shot Walter Scott went to jail. Uh was Walter Scott the one who was like kind of running. running away? Yeah. Yeah, okay. This crazy this is crazy, dog. Like 
just name dropping. Now that's the one I know for certain that went to jail. But I can't. I a lot of them I just don't know to be to be honest, and it's fucked up. Amber uh, Geiger. That's what I think I'm on top of my head. Oh she, yeah, and she got she, hugged by the goddamn judge. Yeah, because she yeah. only got fucking ten years. Yeah, and the judge oh, fucking man. felt sorry and for, the, for giving judge, her ten years. And I just man, that judge was giving me good grandma vibes, dog. I just knew she was about to lay the wood. She had that bitch ten years and hugged her. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. And isn't she? Wasn't that the same one where like the brother or something like asked yeah, for her? Asked for her. The brother did that whole shit. shit and, yeah. Like, Boy, I wanted to whoop that uh, brother ass. Man. Yeah, that was a wild fucking case. Whoop man, I'm telling you, dog. Ass. It it uh, obviously what's happening irritates me the most. But it's like one A is what the white folks are doing. But one B of my irritation is these motherfuckers that want to try to forgive these motherfuckers or like, uh, or try to pray for them or whatever the fuck stupid shit they want to do. Like that, that's my one B right there. Cause like I keep saying, man, we've been, we've been, the white folks that had our, had their foot to our neck for centuries and we still over here turning the other cheek so we can get slapped on that one too. Man, I'm so sick of that shit, dog. That's why I said we. That's why I said we need the fucking Black Panthers back, dog. We need somebody to talk some sense in these motherfuckers who want to watch white people just dominate us for eons. <laughs> like yeah. if they'd been around for eons, they'd be fucking killing us for eons. And we over here talking about, oh man, we just gotta pray for him. Who was that suck ass nigga on Twitter that said we gotta pray for him? <laughs> who was that? Oh, hold on, I can tell you. Who's that bitch made nigga? So we some athlete. Uh, Mike, Michael, Michael something Porter Junior. Jr. Who the fuck is? I don't know who he is. Nah, I don't know who that dude is. It's who? I'll just say I saw that he had a check mark, but I don't know who the fuck he actually is. I think I, I'm getting them confused with Kevin Porter. I think. Who the fuck is Kevin Porter? Isn't he a basketball player? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody named Porter who a fam- who was a famous athlete. Uh, Terry Porter was a uh, no, currently a famous athlete. <laughs> oh, okay, now nah, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> but Terry uh, Porter played basketball like twenty years. Right, I was like, I, I was wondering maybe if his son or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know who this uh, Michael Porter Junior. motherfucker is. Yeah, well, whoever he is, he a stupid motherfucker. Need to stay in school before he go to the league. Whatever and, he, he might I, be trying to get in. And I, I don't want to blame him having a white mama, but I'm blaming him having a white mama. Um, yeah. Maybe that's his side of his family. Oh, he plays for the Nuggets. Who? The, the guy, Michael Porter Jr. He plays for the oh, Nuggets. Okay. And Kevin Porter Jr. Is, plays for the Cavs, so I didn't make that name up. I, 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 I fully felt that it was somebody real. I just didn't know who the fuck it was. No, I didn't either, but I was like, I know this name <laughs> sounds familiar. So, yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. is an NBA player. And Michael Porter Jr., you say is as well? Uh, yes, he is. Like I say, and then I saw I just seen an article that Stephen Jackson fires back at privileged Michael Porter Jr. over uh, over his remarks and shit. Yeah, because that was uh, Stephen Jackson's friend. They were cool. Yeah, they almost look. They look alike. A lot alike. Like it was calling him his brother, but you could tell by the way he was using brother that it was really probably just a you know family friend and shit like that. But. Mm-hmm. They look. They look, I, when I saw that, I said, "Man, he looked like someone familiar." And then when they, when I seen someone uh, mention uh, Stephen Jackson, I'm like that's who it is. And that's just <laughs> crazy that he actually knew him and shit. Yeah. But yeah, man, ain't, there's there's no part of there's no part of 
the way my life is set up where I'm praying or thinking anything good about the cops involved or their families or whoever. Like Not at all, all of them motherfuckers need to rot in fucking hell and I wish it was a death penalty for shit like that. We, we don't need people like that in the world. That's just, we're we good with that. We don't need them people. They, they're, they're done. They're, they're, we don't need that shit. That's why I specified that we need Dexter. Like, like Dexter specifically, <laughs> not, not anyone else, just Dexter. But yeah, man, like if, if we had like a history of, uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound ridiculous, a history of praying and having it actually, I don't know, work, then maybe I could see, oh, yo, make sure you pray for them cops too. They need help. That shit is a waste of fucking time, dog. Let, like you just gonna let motherfuckers keep killing you and your loved ones. And then all you're gonna do is like pray to some fake being that, that person will see the wrong in their ways. Like, come on, uh, get out of the fucking fairy tale that, land. They, uh. they should have been praying. If they was praying for them to see the, see the wrong in their way, they should have been praying before this shit happened. Cause the wrong happened and you can't take that shit back. You got a man that's fucking dead. And so at this point they're not needed in the, and they do not need to breathe the same air that we breathe. They're, mm-hmm. they're useless to us at this point. And they should be in fucking jail until that bitch rot to fucking, uh, to the fucking ground. Yeah, I no, say, I, I agree. I, I, I gotta say this. As the resident Christ believer on this podcast, I have to say this. God isn't too, like, he, he doesn't necessarily forgive and forget shit. Like, like David murdered Goliath. <laughs> like, it's not, it's, it's a known fact. Like, you motherfuckers don't want to get in the heart? Okay, I guess you're gonna die then. <laughs> like, this is a common occurrence of the Bible. And, in actuality, like shit, you do something wrong, you got to pay for that shit. Simple yeah. as that. So I don't know why this whole turn the cheek thing is a uh, is a thing that people want to try to make seem like it's a thing. Like, oh, you must practice forgiveness. No, you do yeah. something wrong, you got to pay for that shit. Yeah. If, it's, I, if it's your life, oh well. I, and I, yeah. I don't I don't understand why why a lot of uh, Christians it, like look over that whole part. Like the whole the whole turn the cheek thing is just fucking. I mean, I mean, I come from more of a background of church. I lean more than that than atheism, but I totally get why people don't believe. And so I have. There's no part of me that wants to convince someone. Otherwise, when you see the way churches act and the way people who believe act, and not all but some, yes. but whatever the case. Uh, but they, they don't read all of it. They they know they. There's I just. To public at this point in time to publicly be out here, you know, wanting to pray for the the people who who just who just murdered a person, like it's not even a good taste, you know what I'm saying? Like there there are consequences. There were consequences in the Bible to to, to crazy shit. There's to always everything. gonna be consequences. So this consequences, is the consequence. Consequences for stupid shit, not consequences for like yo um you you out here uh killing all these people. So I'm God. I'm gonna punish you. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill all the firstborns. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a, wild consequences. Like, yo, I'm gonna rain frogs down on y'all niggas. Like, like, yo, like there's never been any 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 mystery on God being a vengeful God. Like, it, there's there's no that motherfucker is very that motherfucker is very insecure. Dog. Like, God is the punisher. He's like, yeah. oh, well, I hate to break it to you, you gotta go. Yeah, you can't you can't use that guy as justification for uh for letting motherfuckers shit slide. Like he the wrong one. Yeah, that like, dude that you told also like uh turn another cheek. All right. Nah, <laughs> That's not what he did at all. We about to send water down on y'all ass. It's like, you know, 
so yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. I just it, it, that's just a weird a weird part of I see of like just Christianity and uh, and other beliefs that you know that comes out I'm like this ain't the time, dog. This ain't the time for that. Um, you know, so I don't know. My, my thoughts are so fucking like scattered with this whole thing, man. Because so people go to protests, and of course, all of the fuck shit happens. Fucking pellet gun. I mean, you know. Uh, whatever the fuck they shoot people with at at uh, protest, uh, was it plastic bullets or whatever the fuck tear gas, rubber bullets, yeah, rubber bullets, tear gas, all this shit. And then, of course, the number one thought that comes up is that you got gun toting white people at our capital and ain't shit popping off, acting like fucking bang for the dark got, rises and shit, and they get all the guns. <laughs> Like there's no hiding. They're not out there pulling shit out and then saying, "Hey, we got guns now." These fuckers got big ass AKs around their fucking arms and shit. They got all the guns. They got all the smoke. They're fucking yelling at fucking cops and shit. And I, I didn't see near a fucking Blue Lives Matter when they were up at the Capitol pulling all their bullshit, yelling at fucking cops and doing kind of fuck shit. So, and, it, I, and I, I think they just hate. They just. I mean, I think that country just hate black people. Oh yeah, that's that's no, absolutely. <laughs> like the and the wild thing about that, they were up there because they were protesting their right to go to Fantastic Sam's or Supercuts, and they up in there with big ass guns and shit, yelling at the police because they can't go to the barber shop. But if we try to protest for them killing us for no reason, it's like, yo, let's get these niggers in line. Like, whoa, like we can't we yeah. can't protest that shit. But y'all can roll up in here. Like, I can you imagine? If a whole bunch of black people rode up to the state capitol in uh what were they uh Minnesota, uh rolled to the state capitol in Minnesota with with guns like yo we want justice. <laughs> oh, it, it uh, happened. Yeah, it, yeah, it happened. the same shit that just happened. That's what fucking happened. <laughs> oh, it happened, and we got gun laws because of it. Wait, what are you talking about? What do you mean it happened? You didn't. Well, when was it? It was a while back when um the Black Panthers went to the. Um, Oh. Where, where Reagan was at. Oh no! Oh, I thought you. I was. Talking, I thought you talked about Minnesota. Oh, that's what I was like. Somebody did, oh, I'm like, that's what I said. If somebody did that in Minnesota, what do you, you think will happen? You're like it did happen. Dead. I'm like, what? Oh, no, no, no. All the niggas be dead. <laughs> oh yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be looked at as villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe and that was in the Reagan era that the Black Panthers went to like a state house or something like that with guns, and then oh yeah, yeah all of yeah. a sudden gun laws are changed and all kind of crazy shit. Like, yeah, Reagan was a senator, I think. No, he was a governor at the time. He was in the building. The Black Panthers <sighs> went there, did and did a peaceful display, and as soon after that, we uh, they made gun laws. Interesting. Hey, so. Well, not interesting. I knew that, but I mean, like, interesting in the sense of like, what? <laughs> what can we? I'm still kind of hung up on needing the Black Panthers back, and I'm like, what can we do to do that again? Because now you can't make the gun laws because you already got them. So if we did the exact same thing white people are doing right now, and we did it right now, like, what? What? What could they really do? Because if you outlaw that from happening, then white people wouldn't be able to do it neither. Yeah, and that and that wouldn't that wouldn't stand. I think, the, the, I think the biggest thing that we can do as a as a society of black people is we have to learn. We have to. We need one. We need better leaders. We need people who can come out there oh, and stand up and speak up for us, and not just figureheads like the whole Sean King thing. No, no, that's not what we get right now. That's not mm-hmm. what we need. 
We need people who are going to sit there, stand on their convictions, and be willing to die for their convictions. We need people who are going to sit there who vo- voices will not only be heard but understood, and people can just stand behind them. Like there was a time when the civil rights movement and stuff, where you had leaders like Malcolm and Martin, and people that people really stood behind them, and people really were really willing to die for Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. We are really missing that now, and the reason why is because we have so many people who are political analysts and who are activists only not only when it's convenient, but only for kind of like the the cloud of it. Mm-hmm. Only for like their own financial gain. Like you hear you hear the stories all the time about Sean King getting money and not like doing all this thing for charity, but not giving none of that motherfucking money to charity. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think in addition to like, you know, activists, you know, I think we a lot of we need to really pay uh, pay attention and participate more in our local elections. Like we don't have the local people that that even give a fuck. Like, you know, most black people, uh, I, I always said in Michigan, most black people voted for Barack and Kwame Kilpatrick. And that was fucking it. As far as local goes, it was Kwame. Like, no one gives a fuck about city council. No one gives a fuck about the Senate and all that shit. So you got to have people who look like us, who want to who wanna protect us and l- local local government. And it just moves its way up. If we don't, have, if we don't put people in position to protect us at the local, the local level and going up, we're never going to have representation. Yeah, and I think that's a big problem with us right now. I think we as black people have got too complacent with things. We allow, we sit here and complain about certain things happening, but we're not willing to go out there and do the small things to make the big things matter. Like if you put people in place, like in the smaller offices, whether it's district attorneys, whether it's mayors, whether it's governors, if you start putting those people, whether it's even just school, school districts, you start putting people in places of power in your local areas, that can build on, we can build from there and keep building until we have control of our society. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that we don't do. When it comes time to vote for these type of positions, we don't go out and vote. Then you get the bullshit out there. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I remember my early voting, just not understanding like who these people were, it's like city council and Senate and stuff like that. And then, you know, it took me a while to start learning about it more. And, I, and, I, and what I realized is that so many people uh, in our demographic don't pay attention to any of that shit. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's and and that's a big problem too. And like you talk about your early voting time, like when we first started voting, assuming that we all started at eighteen, like when we first started voting, we didn't have information at our fingertips like we do now. So it's really no excuse. Like if you if you know that an election's coming up, you like oh I don't know who none of these motherfuckers are. You could pull out your phone while you are waiting in line and Google these people and what their stances are, where they stand, or whatever. Like, like you, the information is available within seconds. Absolutely. Like it's really no excuse, man. Like you making a choice at that point. Like as a me as an eighteen year old, I don't even know how I would have found out about these people. Like I, I don't like I could I couldn't just hop on fucking. Uh, you know, Google it and be like, yo, who is this guy? And get, you know, efficient answers. I certainly didn't have a smartphone. Like, but now we don't, you have no excuse. Like, if you're not voting at all or you're, you don't know who these people are and you just, you know, crossing off random names or whatever, it's no excuse. You can look it up. It's real easy. I mean, part of that too is that, I mean, even with the accessibility to everything, I I think there's still just a, a, a large group of people that just don't care. Like, for instance, locally, uh, Delvin, 
we've had uh, a, the city has been like using like local rappers and artists for the campaign for the census since this year is the census year. So they've used random local people, you know, as far as that. And and we still don't have people filling out the census census information. And they're using the people that look like them. All of the, like from, uh, what's the girl, Cash Dow to fucking, they even had, uh, I forget that fucking rapper name. Uh, something yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to help you on uh, I can't. I can't think of it. <laughs> I, I swear, Vezo or whatever the fuck his name is, and some yeah. other people. But they've they've had this campaign of using local local artists and stuff to 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 push the census. And the census is a five minute fucking survey, and we still have the lowest turnout of people filling out the census of just shit like that. And not and them not even understanding how how important the census is as far as funding and shit like that. Five fucking minutes online, they still not doing it. I think let's go back to what I'm saying. We need more people who are. We don't need celebrities. That's one big thing. We don't need celebrities speaking for us and trying to dictate how we do things. We need people who have voices, who know what we are talking about. People who are charismatic in terms of how they can persuade people to go out there and vote and go out there and support their community. I think we, that's one of the things that the black community is missing so much. That voice, like one of the people I kind of fuck with a lot is Angela Rye. Because she's all about telling people like, hey, go out there and vote. Go out there and read up on candidates. Go out there and call out bullshit when you see it. And I think that's something that we as black people need to do more often. Now, well, not only on a, like a, in terms of the president, but on a local level as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we need a thousand Angela Rise to get shit popping the way you know, she is. You know, but it, you're absolutely right. Influences like that, younger folks uh, who can, you know, can relate, look like people, look like the same people that they want to vote and and to be involved in shit, and you just don't have it, dog. Just don't have it at all. We, we need we need more Angela Rise for sure, but um, with the current state of affairs, like we need somebody who's going to get out there and encourage folks to vote for sure. But like with the way things are going right now, we need more Malcolm X's. Like we need somebody like that, like somebody who's going to actually get up and get people actually fired up to um, actually take actions that will spur change or at least at the very least let let white people know that we aren't going to tolerate being fucked with anymore like we need somebody like that and man it fucking sucks that they kill him man like yeah, it really does like, like it would have been a hell of a, like a hell of a, a hell of a story if that somehow that man would have survived but i just wonder if the the impact wouldn't have been there like no way am i uh trying to say that you know his death is probably going to be more pivotal, but I feel like his death is probably more pivotal because if he would have survived, it just would have been another uh, Rodney King or some shit or, you know what I'm saying, something like that where the point isn't really getting across. Okay, they roughed up a black man. All right, now he's going to sue him, get a bunch of money. They're going to go on leave and stuff like that. But it's almost like they people got to, like, fucking die for, for shit to almost fucking change. And they're not even – it's not even a – uh, a definite that shit's going to change. It's, it, it may, but not. We don't know for certain. Yeah. And I think that's that's the one of the troubling parts I have. You know, just I don't know, man. My thoughts been all over the place. Just thinking about you know that and thinking about you know the whole Christian Cooper accident incident, um, and you know Breonna Taylor, uh, uh, was this Aubrey? Uh, it's just so many, dog. Well, let me ask you guys this, because I think, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but 
how important you think it is for us as podcasters to talk about this and to talk about black issues and let our audience know about what's really going on in our society. I think it's, I think it's really important. I mean, I, a lot of times, you know, we, we want to, you know, had a conversation of more lighter hearted things and stuff like that. But, you know, you've been following our podcast for a while. I know we've, we've had media conversations about, you know, these kids and stuff like that, but I do think we need to probably take it a step further and just, you know, be able to have the dialogue open more. Uh, But I think for us, especially black men, I think it's key. I think we need to continue to to, to push more to do it, continue to uh, encourage our fellow podcasters uh, to, to try to hit these topics and, not fucking, you know, arguing about your know, fucking toxic masculinity and shit. Although that was a great fucking episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting you should say that because this year I think something clicked in me, and I want to do more episodes talking to my people in terms of like, um, not only just have a conversation with people who may be toxic and find out why you're toxic in the black community, but also talking to Black people who are more empowered. That's why I think I did an episode earlier this year that you guys were a part of where we were talking about um, black issues and things like that. And I'm finding that more fulfilling. And one episode I got coming up, it's probably going to be coming up whenever this drop, probably next week. But I'm, in, I'm interviewing an author. His name is uh, Ken Bivens. And he, uh, he has his book series. And I'm going to show it to you guys. It's okay. 39 Lessons for black boys and girls. Mm-hmm. And he has different versions of this books that he's come out with, whether it's for teens and stuff like that. And what this is, is like a simple book that just tells kids, it's an empower, a book, an empowerment book, but it tells kids like little lessons that they can learn about life and things that have helped them get through life as a black person. And one of the ones that got to me, I just happened to turn the pages that um, is number 22. And it says, all laws are not just. People who enact laws are empowered by widespread voter ignorance, and strong biases of their own. It was said by one of the founding fathers of the United States that if a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it, but he is obliged to do so. So I've been letting my kids read these books, and I think it's helping them a lot to learn that society is not always fair. It damn sure ain't fucking fair, that's for sure. And so, so like, uh, uh, this is... Um not a this is not meant to be a open-ended question if y'all have answers for it um i'd love to hear them like what can we do like and when i say do i don't mean like um because like from my perspective like you said you know is it important for us as podcasters to talk about it obviously i think it's important because i talk about it all the time but like um don't nobody really listen to this shit you know what i'm saying like maybe one day that'll happen but right now don't nobody listen to this shit like what can we do? Let's say we weren't podcasters and we didn't have this voice and say, even if 10 people listen to this, that's 10 people who I'm talking to. Right. But let's yes. say for instance, I wasn't a podcaster. Uh, what could I, what can I do to actually get out there and make moves? Cause like I, can, I, I, I shit on people all the time. Like, yo, all we do is tweet about it. All we do is tweet about it. We don't do shit. We don't do shit. We just let white people walk all over us. We don't do shit. But at the end of the day, I ain't doing shit either. Like, all I'm doing is I'm bringing it to light as best I can, and I'm giving my opinions on it as uh, as ferociously as I can because I want to rile people up. Like, I want people to be as mad as I am because they should be. But at the end of the day, 
I'm not doing much more than anybody else who's tweeting about it. So like, but I want to. So like, what can we do? What could we actually do? Like, do, do, like go out and like do something. And cause like, I feel like, yeah, like I don't want to go, I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna donate to some charity that helps people who are, you know, victims of this or something like that. Like that helps that person, those people, you know, that were victims, but like, what can we do to help stop this? Like, is there anything we can do? Like, well, I, I feel, I feel, I feel kind of helpless. Cause like, I'm not, if I, if I could reach people, if, if, if the way I deliver my message as angrily as I deliver it and as controversially as I deliver it and as emphatically as I deliver it. And I had LeBron James audience. We might be, we might actually be in pretty good shape <laughs> if I had LeBron James audience, but I don't. So, like, what can I? What can we do? There, there's a lot of things you could do. I think first, bare minimum, is reach one, teach one. You guys are both fathers of kids, so it's important that you instill the values that you guys have as great men into your kids, so they don't fall into the same traps and bullshits that not only we have fell into, but other people have fallen into in our society. I think that's very important. I think it's also important that if you are, you guys are podcast, if you, even if you're not a podcaster, find out more about your elected officials. See if you can reach out to them and, to, and question them, challenge them. I would even go as far to say, if you can have, get, get one of them on your podcast, get them on your podcast, have a conversation with them, but have people like, go out there and reach out to them. And any... Any elected official you should be able to talk to in terms of whether, especially local, they shouldn't be really that hard to reach out to because they want to hear your voice. And I think it's very important to get other people to do that exact same thing in, in terms of like building up a community. I also think it's important to point out things that's wrong in your community. Like if you see stoplights and stuff out in your community, report them shits. I do it all the time. That's one of the things I've started doing now in my neighborhoods and stuff. Like when I see stoplights out, street lights out, I report them to let them know, hey, our neighborhood matters. You, I want you to come out here and put the same effort that you put in these white neighborhoods in these inner cities because it's your job. Not because we want you to. No, it's your fucking job. We pay taxes just like the rich white motherfuckers over there do. And so just like they do, you need to take care of our community just like you take care of their communities. I think it's very important to point out those things, but also to talk to the the Congress people, to talk to people in power, to talk to your local leaders and find out what they're about. Because sometimes you may have local leaders who ain't about shit, who are just there to collect the check. And I think it's important to find out the ones who are not about shit and get them the fuck out of here, and the ones who are about shit to get them up and and empower them to do more for your community. Uh, so a couple responses to that. One, how do you report streetlights being out? Like, are you calling? Like, are you calling somewhere, or is there like an app? Like, are you, like what? Do you, like, what are you literally doing to report those? Okay, they have. Well, I don't know how it is in in um, Detroit, but in South Florida, you can dial either dial three one one and report it. I'm quite sure you guys have a sort of equivalent of that, or you just email. Um, depending on where the lights are from, if the lights are by I, I don't know what it's, it's probably what, what is it called in Detroit the um, your light company uh, DTE DTE okay if the lights are if the lights are by DTE you can rep- you can email them that hey these lights are out and they will come out and fix them usually if they're not by them what you what they'll do is they'll say no we don't we don't take care of these lights we'll contact the the local officials and find out who does and they will come out and fix them. <laughs> 
and they will send you an email. Nine times out of ten, if you email them, you'll get a response about it. Cool. Um, second question. Uh, uh, not so much a question, I guess, but like um, talking about our elected officials. Um, there's so half of me is like, okay, I want to contact elect, elected officials and be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what are we going to do about this? Yada, yada, yada. But then there's also the other half of me that's like, if they gave a fuck, they shouldn't need to hear from me. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, if you, if you are a, a, a black person in power, or even if you're a white person in power who's just a decent human being, if you see a bunch of white folks rolling up to the Capitol with guns because they want to protest being able to go to the park and get their hair cut, like, you should know that's fucked up. Like, you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't be sitting back chilling, and then I call you up or somebody else, some other one of your constituents calls you up and is like, yo, what are we doing about this shit? Like, that needs to happen, but also at the same time, like, those people shouldn't need us telling them, like, hey, you're an elected official, but hey, I'm going to tap you on the shoulder and let you know that, um, hey, in case you didn't notice, there's, like, wow, unjust crime going on. Like, what do you, you, you plan on doing anything about that? Like, I, I almost want to... <laughs> I almost want to be an elected official. That's another like, thing you can do. Because, man, I'm telling you, dog, the only thing that stops me is that I am just not a people person. And, like, campaigning or, like, meeting random people just makes me cringe. Plus, if I got into, if I got into politics, somehow this podcast would come up. And I, well, and I would be in a world of trouble. Well, <laughs> but, I actually know a politician, by the way, if you want to talk to him about that and get away your options out. Let you reach out to them so you can find out just information about it. Yeah, because like I, I, man, oh boy, I'd be a hot ass mess as a politician, and in a good way. Like I'd be a hot ass mess, but I'd be that motherfucker. Like man, you couldn't stop me from being on TV if I was an elected official and this shit was going on in my state. Man, <laughs> I think the best thing I'd be is hot start garbage. Out, start out local. Start out as local as you can get and work your way up and see how far you can go and what can you do for your community. I think they have, I'm trying to think what's the lowest you could go for in terms of government. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. My, I have a cousin who's like Dade County, who was Dade County commissioner or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he's done it for like a multitude of years, but start off as low as you can go and see what you can do at that level. And then once you feel like you can go off from that level, go off from that level. I think it's very important to try. If you think you can do it, go for it. Even if you don't necessarily win or not, you will probably learn so much from the experience and you'll probably learn enough to teach other people what to do and how to do it. And you can find out ways on how to build up your community. Just just on the fact that you the connections alone you will get from it will be beneficial enough. Yeah, that'd be wild, man. Like, yo, why is why is councilman Michael Aaron on TV cussing all the time? <laughs> I mean, but Mike, we know a council person and shit. So I mean, we, I, we I, I thought of, I thought of that while Delvin was talking. I was, he was like, "I could put you in contact with a politician." I'm like, "Oh wait, <laughs> I already know somebody." <laughs> yeah, just talk to I him. Think and- we just need to just just op- the, put those you know those conversations out, those fillers out, and just have even if it's not on the podcast, just to have those conversations with like people like like the one we know. Cause didn't you graduate? Did you not graduate together? Yeah. Yeah. So No, I, I know we're nowhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So yeah. So I, I I just think just to have those conversations, even if it's off the record, you know what I'm saying? Just to have those conversations with local people. I had uh one of my teachers from uh, high school, he was running for city council and um he didn't he didn't get get it, but he was one of the people that every 
every year after high school, I, when I found him on Facebook, I would kind of look on his posts to see he would, every, every voting session, he would put out like a, a, a filler of people he was going to vote for. And it was just like, you know, I, I felt like he was a good person. And so I kind of, you know, took his recommendations and stuff. And so every year I would look forward to just looking at, you know, what people that he, he know and stuff like that. And so I think we got, we got people in our circles. I think we just really need to just reach out and use them and stuff, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's the end of my question. Yeah. I, so, I, 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 I was just, just going to say, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the know the answer, but I feel like part of it is just reaching out. Like I just said before, I guess one of my answers would probably just be reaching out to the, the circle, the influence that we kind of have and just seeing where it goes. Um, I feel like between myself and yourself, you might, you know, we probably know a few people who's, you know, in some form of, of small time leadership and, at least get just get the ball rolling, just kind just like conversations and shit, you know. Yeah, I think too. Like I, another thing, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to shift the conversation too much. But like, did you guys have anything else that you wanted to mention on specifically regarding uh, Christian Cooper or uh, Andy I'm ex- Cooper? I'm ex- I'm exhausted from it, so I'm I'm okay for now. I think we said enough on it in terms of how we feel about it. Yeah. All right. All right, so cops. <laughs> So in, in, in related white people news, um, I was watching. So are you guys familiar with the Disney family sing along? I am not. And I, I, saw that, that, yeah. I saw that as a topic and I was waiting to find out what the fuck you were talking about. All right. So um, once after the pandemic hit, uh, Disney decided they wanted to put out a thing where um, celebrities would um, sing some of the classic Disney songs from Disney movies and they would like record their own videos of it and they put it into a, a one hour special. So it was like, uh, give you an example. They had, um, Christina Aguilera singing. Can you, can you feel the love tonight from the lion King? They had, um, uh, Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner and Donald Glover thing, uh, Hakuna Matata. They had, you know, like stuff like that. Right. So they would have various celebrities and it might not be the, it might like in the case of like Seth Rogen and them, like they did the voices for those characters in the live action, Lion King, but it wasn't always the actors that played those people. It, sometimes it would be entirely different celebrities altogether, right? And so they put one out, hour long. It was wildly popular. It went up on Disney Plus maybe like a week after it aired. It was so popular, they did a second one. Same same kind of deal. That shit went up on Disney Plus like the next day. Popping ass thing, right? So I'm watching it. I'm watching the first one in particular. And have you guys noticed, and I'm sure you probably have, um, cause it's a topic that's been discussed for a very long time. The idea that it's harder as a black person to succeed all other things, all other things, even than it is for a white person. So what I mean by that is like, you can be, and, and the best, the best reference to this point is the Chris Rock joke about how, um, he lives in his neighborhood. He has like, he said he lived with like, uh, what do you say? Like Oprah was in his neighborhood, or some some other Jay Z was in his neighborhood, and then he said, "There's a dentist, like just a, yeah. a dentist, a regular fucking dentist." He's like, he didn't invent teeth; he's just a regular fucking dentist, and he lives <laughs> in the same neighborhood as Chris Rock. And he was like, so he was like, he said something like, "Black people gotta gotta move mountains and uh, to 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 be wealthy or to get rich or whatever." Meanwhile, 
a white C, a white C student just so happens to be president of the United States. He was talking about George Bush Jr. at the time. And the whole idea that you can be a, a average white person and be like wildly fucking successful, but you have to be, to be black and successful. You got to be the best at the thing that you do. Like yeah. Jay-Z, Chris Rock, Oprah, like they all live in the same area. Like you're talking like, this is the best, what arguably probably top three all-time best black comedians. You're talking about uh, Jay-Z, arguably the best, one of the best rappers of all time. Oprah Winfrey, uh, you know, can't, can't even say enough about her accomplishments and then a regular fucking dentist. And I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching this fucking Disney sing-along special and they had on a couple of guys who I had no clue who the fuck these people were. And I Googled them and they're country singers. And they were fucking trash. Like these dudes couldn't sing worth shit. And they are on a Disney special on ABC primetime like they're fucking Beyonce or some shit. Like yes. they're fucking uh, Mariah Carey or fucking Celine Dion or whoever the fuck. Like they're legit fucking stars. And these are people I've never heard of who can't sing worth a goddamn. And I'm watching this shit, and I'm like, man, this is really troubling <laughs> that you can be this fucking average. Like, like an average might be generous for one of these guys in particular. Average might be generous that you can be that average and be a known country singer and be on a Disney primetime ABC special <laughs> with Beyonce, because Beyonce was on the same special. So it's like, Beyonce's here, and she sang a... Uh, uh, the song from, uh, I think it was a song from uh, Pinocchio, the um, the When You Wish Upon a Star. That's from Pinocchio, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Beyonce is on there singing that, and you got mediocre, poor voice, plain-ass white dude up here singing the fucking uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen. Like, <laughs> are, oh. you, are you kidding me? Oh. You like, want, me so, to, want me to drop a, drop a bomb on you? Yeah, go ahead. When's the last time you listened to We Are the World? I, I, uh, on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I, I no clue. Go, it's been a while. Better yet, go watch the video for "We Are the World." It is a fucking sight to see. In terms right. of where you see like, you see like Lionel Richie singing. Like, oh, oh, it's like star studded. I, I do yeah. remember it though. Yeah. I remember yeah. it. It's star yeah. fucking studded. But that's not the thing about it. Look at the black singers and how great they are singing. And then listen to the white singers and how bad they sound. Like, yeah, like at some point, doesn't like Sting follow up somebody like Michael Jackson? Dope? Yeah, okay. Michael Jackson. And it is fucking jarring. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is jarring. It's like, what the fuck just happened to this song? <laughs> Like, why did y'all not let Michael Jackson in this song? <laughs> hey, why did why did he have to come on after that? Like, he's yeah. Why, why is he here? I, I was listening to it like a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what made you even listen to that? I, I love the song. I love Michael Jackson. Uh -huh. But listening to, no, I think I was watching the video, and I was like, holy shit! A lot of these guys are fucking off key, and they are really bad. And it was all the white people. Sydney Lauper, Sting, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it would be like completely off key. And then they would have a black guy come on, bring it back on key. 
Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> they, they start singing and you just see Stevie Wonder shaking his head. Like, is, they, is he doing his Stevie Wonder thing or is he really disappointed in what he's hearing? <laughs> Stevie Wonder over there like, I can't believe I'm seeing this shit. <laughs> it, it's so wild to watch that. Like, how did the song become so popular? <laughs> Stevie Wonder like, I got some hypersensitive hearing. I don't need, y'all need to get these white folks out of here. <laughs> This is I mean, worse. We, we, this is worse for me than it is for y'all. Well, we, we've talked right exactly. We've talked about this though, you know, just and, and we talked about it in just in a workplace, you know, just you know, black people having to do two and three and four times more than a white person just to be at the same level, or maybe mm-hmm. just to be under, just one under. Um, I was we and we talked about it. I think last week, um, I I had brought up uh, Matt Lauer and like uh, his video grass. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the Megan Megan Kelly? Yes, that's uh, and mm-hmm. it was and the person who was, I can't find the tweets now, but she's basically just talking about how you know how these mediocre ass people somehow still somehow remains you know, like relevant, and it's like they're not special or by no means, but they can stay relevant longer than any other black random black person who's doing shit like that. And we just yeah. don't have we don't have the same starting line. We don't have the same. They don't have the same obstacles, and you know they just have it fucking easier. Yeah, man, it's amazing to see how mediocre you can be and be successful. And we talked about it like you, like you said, we talked about it in the workplace. And it's like, man, I've I've found a modicum of success in my job, but like, like the the hurdles I've had to jump to find my little modicum of success. Versus the mediocre white people who have, who I've been passed over in their favor, only to see them fail. Like that is a humbling experience. To it's it's humbling and angering to see a mediocre white person chosen over you, and then to see them fail on top of it. Like it's 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 wild, dog. Like and, and they probably didn't have to do half the shit you did to get to that no. point. Hell no. And, and you know, just on their their whiteness. Their whiteness got them that. And, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, I mean I've you know, I've had a position I had some situations a couple of jobs ago where I just kept getting passed over by other white people. And I I to to I won't say to their defense, but every white person that I went up went up against had been there longer than me, but I knew every one of them wasn't better than me. And it was just, you know, after like three or four times, I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And I ended up leaving that, leaving that company, you know, shortly after. But yeah, they, they, they don't have to do half the work and they, they just somehow fucking prosper, dude. Yeah. I remember um, early on in my, my tenure at, uh, at my job, there was a, a situation where um, I was trying to get promoted very, very early on. This was, probably four years before I actually did get promoted. Um, There was a a promotion that I was interested in and that I didn't get it. And I asked, I asked someone, I was like, I I, I didn't directly say why wasn't it me, but I said something like, kind of like, what are you, you know, what are you looking for, uh, you know, for that position or whatever. And the example that was given to me was basically like, uh, the dude that they they chose for that promotion, uh, I was told that there was a time when uh, the the team wasn't performing well, and he was asked what he thought we could do 
in order to help the team perform better. And he said, um, we should give them bonuses or something like that. And I thought I didn't say anything at the time, but in the back of my head and afterward, I thought you, that was his genius idea to, to get people to be more productive was to throw money at them. And it was so, it was such a brilliant idea that you felt that he was, uh, he was primed for this promotion because he, I, I don't know, he, he spent a lot of time crunching numbers and, <laughs> and, and doing all sorts of mathematical equations and somehow figured out, Hey, let's throw a bunch of money at him. Like, Oh wow. He really, <laughs> he really thought out the box on that one. <laughs> and I'm like that, I'm like, that was the, that was the criteria. Like that was, that was what put him over really. And yeah, he's not, he's not that person anymore. So, <laughs> and I am you know, still. So what? yeah, that's how it worked though. Yeah. And I, I see it all the time. It drives, it just drives me crazy, man. And watching that Disney sing-along special, I was like, cause I've seen it 80 million times and my daughters want to watch it all the time. Like, if y'all ever get a chance to look at it, it's toward the end. Like, this one white dude who fucking performs the "Can I Build? Can We? You Want to Build a Snowman" song, and it was like, it was aggressively mediocre. And I, like, I'm like, who? I figure, I figure he had to have been a random guy. Like, he was just like, hey, let's showcase a, a random family and have them be on there. And then I looked it up. I'm like, no, he's actually a country singer. Like, a singer is his profession. Like, really? <laughs> How? <laughs> it, it's it's bad and and then there's also a portion where um they bring back the cast from high school musical and have them perform some song that i guess was popping when that whole thing was popping and oh my god how fucking old are they what was a 40 year old I, people like I, I, I i don't know i don't know how old they are but i could tell you how not talented they are <laughs> i can tell you that for sure <laughs> like there was one girl on there like, like the dude who sang the Build a Snowman song, he was like aggressively mediocre. Like, how are you famous as that mediocre? But there was one girl in that high school musical cast who was bad. Like, you are a bad singer. Like, you are not talented. Like, why are you here? You are actively bad. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's wild. Uh, I gotta ask you something, Mike. Okay. Well, I guess Mike and Otis. Do you, do you guys have HBO Max? So yes. I I don't see I have HBO through Amazon, so I don't know if I have HBO Max. I, I don't think you don't. Have, you don't. Oh, okay. They you upgraded me. That's sad. Through Amazon? No, it wasn't through Amazon. It was uh, I had oh, okay. HBO Go. Yeah, Amazon doesn't um Amazon and Roku have not yet worked out a deal with Warner to provide HBO Max. So I have it because, like you said, HBO Go. I have HBO through my uh, cell phone provider. So um, I had HBO, and I just logged in to HBO Max with my regular HBO Go login, and I, I was good. I asked this question because they have the most baffling shit on there in terms of – I don't know if you – you might have seen this, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, El- I browse the library pretty thoroughly today. Elmo has a fucking talk show. <laughs> so, I saw that, and I was like – I saw that. I was like, this is ridiculous. Add to favorites. <laughs> I, start, I immediately started watching. Like, what the fuck is going on? Who, does he, is he, who is he interviewing? It's an actual talk show. He's interviewing Jimmy Fallon. Wow. <laughs> like, it's I wa- fucking elbow. I, I want to watch it because I'm like, there's, I feel like there's no way it's bad. 
because even if it's bad, it's probably bad in a way where it's like you derive humor or enjoyment from it, like how bad it is. Yes, it is. Cause so like, the, uh, uh, <laughs> my, the first thing, my kids walked, let me, it started watching it with me. And the first thing they said is, who is this for? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You! And, 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 they, and they were like, there are no kids who would know who the hell Jimmy Fallon is. <laughs> and, and I thought about it for a second, like, you know, you're right. No kid would know who Jimmy Fallon is to even give a fuck to watch the show. Yeah, he used to be interviewing oh, Dora the Explorer or some shit. I don't know. Yes! <laughs> and none of these, it, it, it's, it's three episodes up there, and none of the episodes have anything like that on there. They're these grown-ass people that, like, these grown-ass celebrities that adults would know that kids wouldn't even give a fuck about. <laughs> Why is Elmo interviewing Malcolm Gladwell? <laughs> <laughs> it is so weird. This is Elmo. My first guest, Cornell West. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, next week, we're going to have Bokeem Woodbine out here. Like, who? <laughs> like, is that Woodbine. The, like, it's like, is that the evil Dave Chappelle? Like, what the fuck y'all get him from? <laughs> the one that Zelia Banks slept with? <laughs> Uh, so what's the story on that? Did she really sleep with him or she just uh, pushing rumors? She said she did. Wait, I don't know what y'all are talking about. You didn't hear about this? No. She, she went on like a... She, she slept with <laughs> Elmo or... Uh, no, she didn't sleep <laughs> Which with Which person? <laughs> Dave Chappelle she, or Bokeem Woodbine? Dave, she said, okay, she went on like a 10-minute rant talking about how she knows secrets of all the niggas and they all be hiding stuff and stuff like that. They knew... Who she really fucked? They'll be shocked. Cause she done fucked legendary niggas and all this stuff. And at the end, she just bust out with, "I fucked Dave Chappelle." Okay, that is. That, I'm talking about random of randoms. Yeah, I believe that shit though. She did that shit. <laughs> really? I mean, I, like, I, I mean, like, I don't like. She's not even like Dave Chappelle could do so much better. I I, I think this is a situation where Dave Chappelle like, oh, she's there. Fuck it, might as well. I can't wait. I can't wait to the next Dave stand up then. That's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be awesome. I, I can tell you probably win it. It probably was doing the block party. <laughs> <laughs> doing that whole special thing because Dave's probably one of those type of guys, and, and I think Joe Button said it best. Like, if Dave Chappelle would have said nah they do that, who would not believe him? <laughs> Damn, everybody already knows that he makes this crazy as fuck. So mm-hmm. it's a good chance that people would fuck her and they would be like, nah, I didn't do that shit. Nobody would believe her anyway because she always says wow type shit. Yeah. So then why do you believe it? <laughs> because it's the same banks and it's funnier that way. He, <laughs> he looks like, it looks like, the thing about it is she looks like his type. He likes crazy bitches. <laughs> like <laughs> that, she looked like she would be a Dave Chappelle side piece. Man, I hope that's not true because I lose respect for him. Cause I'm like, man, you too. Like, you are Dave Chappelle, dog. Like, man, he could do way better than Azalea Banks. And it's not even about accessibility. Cause it's like you said, like, oh, she must have been there. Like, yeah, but wherever she was at, there was undoubtedly somebody hotter than her also there. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Dave Chappelle kind of gonna fuck that person. <laughs> I think it's probably accessibility and not no hassle. Like, she and probably <laughs> Hennessy. I'm guessing that was in the in, that that in definitely the played a factor. It used to be somebody I used to get Azalea Banks confused with, and not because of looks, it was because of, of names. Iggy but Azalea. Iggy Azalea. That's who it is. <laughs> Couldn't figure Two out the fucking name. Two different people. Yeah, yep. totally different. But 
It was only by name because it obviously look it looks way now, different. But. Now Iggy Azalea looks like somebody I could see Dave Chappelle fucking. Now, I could totally see that. I yeah. can totally see that. I can see that too. So I had to I had to do a Google search. Like, wait, which one is she? Like, ah, uh, okay. Like, how did how did we get two chicks with Azalea sounded fucking names? Okay. I think they both came out like around the same fucking time. Like, where is Azalea Banks from? Is she from? Is she a U.S.? I, I just feel like she, probably. <laughs> she, that's one wild girl. Uh, she oh she born in fucking Harlem. Never mind. <laughs> you sounded so disappointed. I don't know why I thought she was foreign though. Like I know Azalea, she's like from Australia or some shit. Yeah, excuse me. But I don't know why I, I didn't think she was local for some odd reason. She yeah, but whatever. So yeah, whatever. You ain't you fellas got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's uh, I'm glad we ended on on on, on the lighter notes. Uh. Cause uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a week, boy. It's 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 yeah. I just be looking at white people at work like, uh, what are y'all? I just be want I be wanting to know what they think, but then I just be like, you know what? It's gonna affect my work, so I shouldn't even ask, and I don't. Um, but yeah. Can you imagine that roll up in the works or how you feel about that Christian Cooper case? <laughs> <laughs> and just and just stare blankly, waiting. Yeah. Like I'm I'm happy that my my boss is Indian and. He's, a, he's about a year older than me, and you know he's he's definitely an ally uh, uh, for sure. And you know he was actually he said he's not on social media, so he just asked me like you know what what are people saying and stuff like that. And you know it's just so I talked to him about shit, but I don't talk to nobody else about any anything anything to this of of this nature at work. So um, yeah, he was just like. He, he, he came to me like he was on you know he's you know just disappointed in the whole thing. He's just like man. So what are your thoughts? And I'm just, you know, telling him, and he just, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm expressing it and shit. And he just, he's just looking like, yeah, it's fucked up. That's what he really wanted to say to me and shit, you know. And but I, I ain't, I ain't talking to the rest of them fools about that shit. Not at all. Not at fucking all. My bad, yeah. Mike Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's probably listening to this shit like that. Like, what the fuck, Delvin? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually, sorry, I actually, man. I actually thought of, I, I thought about him when I said something. And I was like, oh, when I said something like, I fucking hate white people too. But if I if I saw that happen, I'll say that was fuck. In the back of my mind, I was like, oh man, I hope my father don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, right, man. You're, you're cool right, as far as we know, brother. So you know, yeah, no, no right, hate, no, no hate your way, brother. So when I say when I say you. white people, I don't mean every single white person. I just mean like ninety eight percent of them. So like you can fall into two percent. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's possible and it's possible. Yeah. Um. So Delvin, give me give us all your uh your info for anybody to contact or not contact, but to check out your shows and so forth. Just check out the Delvin Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts and holler at me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Yep. You can uh email us if you have questions. Um, what of the podcast at Gmail or find our Twitter at what of the podcast and um. Thanks again, Delvin, for jumping on, especially last minute. Um, good to hear your point of view on things. You seem to be uh, really feeling it as far as we were. So you came on here like Ray J in this bitch. So, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> much appreciated to hear your, hear your point of view about things, man, as always. Uh, no problem, brother. No problem uh, at all. So, yeah, we're going uh, to – Oh, oh before we go, I want to ask Mike – I want to ask you something, Otis. Oh, go ahead. Let me see if I can – 
I, let me see if I can find this thing that me and Mike was discussing earlier. On a scale of one to ten, I don't have it in front, but I, I remember the question verbatim. How would you rate Mike in terms of how threatening he may be? How threatening? Intimidating. Yes, intimidating is the correct word. Um, I would probably say, I don't know, maybe five. I think, I think like Mike definitely has his, his days of being, you know, angry about stuff, which is, you know, uh, it's given, you know, and it's, uh, you have a lot of reason to, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's not that, he's not that angry in person. I think he just expresses himself very, very much so, but. I don't think he's like. I don't. I don't. I don't know him as that being that way in person though. Five sounds I'll reasonable. Take it. I'll take three it. Three does not sound reasonable. <laughs> did you give yourself? Who who gave you a three? He did. <laughs> three. That was modest as fuck. <laughs> so here's my, but that but my logic behind it is, since I don't engage in any of this shit, like, so I I, I have there's work me. And then there's the me that's on this podcast. And then there's the me in real life. Me in real life and on this podcast are virtually the same, except the podcast mainly focuses on the shit that pisses me off. So you don't hear too much of the non-angry me. But real life me is also very, very, very angry. But the difference is most of the time that I'm out in public, I'm not exhibiting none of that. So I'm thinking, in my, I'm thinking to myself, okay, how intimidating would somebody take me? I'm thinking about like somebody at work. Like if they just saw me at work, not even necessarily somebody who knows me through work, but just somebody who saw me at work or had a five minute conversation with me, how intimidating would they find me? Do I look intimidating? Do I come off intimidating? So I, I said, no. Now, if I get angry, yeah, I probably come off intimidating, but doesn't everybody for the most part? So I'm not like, eh, yeah, not everybody, but you know, <laughs> some but, people was funny when they get in because they soft. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I a look, whole other story. <laughs> that's why that's why I rated myself low because I feel like most of the time, out in public, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I can't even truthfully say that I'm not exhibiting anger because I do get angry in public too. But <laughs> for the well most aware. part, for the most part, for the most part, like. Normal me, I think if somebody just saw me around, they wouldn't be like, yo, I'm not going to fuck with him. He, like, he might be a problem. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like that applies to me, so I gave myself a low rating. Now, on the flip side of that, I think angry me is the complete opposite. And, and that applies both in person and online. So like, if I get angry online, people see angry me online on this podcast, and they be like, yo, I'll give you like a seven on that shit, like maybe like an eight, something like that. In reality... Angry me, I would rate angry me like a 15. Like, <laughs> I guarantee nobody is fucking with angry me. I guarantee it. But I never, I very rarely ever show it. So that's why I rated myself a three. When I, I first saw I this, I can see that. When I first saw this, I'm like, I, I rated myself first before I see your score. I'm like, I'm probably like a five, maybe a six. Then I saw your score. I said, ain't no fucking way in hell. I'm, I'm hitting the mic. <laughs> it's not po- possible that I'm higher than Mike in any form or fashion. <laughs> but I, I think you, uh, you know, like, like I, I stopped at Mike's house. Uh, was it Sun- 
Monday? Monday, yeah, Monday. Yeah, and most of the time, you know, we're not talking about, like, shit to be angry about. So, you know, that's why I'm like, uh, I don't. I think that definitely could be, it's not, like, 10, like, you know, the angry, like, Mike isn't, like, mad at FedEx angry all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that's, I guess you could put zero to, like, FedEx. And then, <laughs> and then you, you know, in between that or something. I mean, you know, Life is stru- life is life is stressful for a black man. Shit, it's a lot of reasons to be fucking angry. Yes, it is. Where, where would you rate yourself, Otis? Um, I'll probably go four or three. Um, I think my most of my rants and shit like that is usually Twitter based or podcast based. I don't think in person I'm not I'm not to that level. Um, unless you know I get the conversation going, but for the most part, I think I'm, and I think I even look less. I may look more. I don't know. I think I look less threatening. In person, um, if I if, if if I could even call myself threatening, that's that's how that's kind of what I use to rate myself because I'm like I just feel like I don't look threatening or intimidating most of the time. That's that's what I think. I just know I, I know too like that side of me isn't brought out publicly either because I feel like most of the time I'm just fortunate to like miss out on situations that will set me off. Like I, 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 I have actively, I have actively made a decision to not buy a handgun because I don't trust angry me with a handgun. And I'm not, and I'm not even saying I would shoot somebody. I'm saying I could see me like doing something like, like waving it at folks while I'm driving. (laughs) Like I can see angry me doing some shit like that. So I was like, you know what? Don't even buy no handgun. Uh, you, You don't know how to act. (laughs) <laughs> hey, that's fair yeah. to know. You. That's fair to know yourself. Yeah, and that's not that. And that's me. I'm guessing. I feel. I, I think like angry me could do something like that. Angry me. Angry me would never hurt a kid or a woman. But angry me will fuck up somebody. Some out of some out of pocket nigga in real life, like a thousand percent. I I I've had literal dreams about it. Like one day it's gonna happen when you're not in the right headspace. And you will fuck somebody up, and it's gonna end up being a real problem for you. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, that's 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 my that's my Bruce Banner, my Bruce Banner shit. So I'm like, but Hulk don't never come out. So that's why I'm like, yeah, three. <laughs> okay, I, I go. I I I can see that. And I would agree with Otis's assessment of three or four. Um, I don't know. That just sounds about everything he says sounds about right. Yeah, Otis sounds accurate. And I'd probably go. I'd probably go about the same with Delvin. Maybe like yeah, maybe three or four somewhere in there too. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that seems about right. I repress a lot of my anger, so I don't really get mad until something like really fucking makes me mad, then I just blow up. Like I, I can hold back a lot of my rage for a lot of things. For a quite a long time, but then when I blow up, I blow the fuck up. That might not be healthy for you, man. You might need to blow up more just to get it out there and shit. Oh yeah, my know? mother tells me that all the time. Like you need to stop doing that. That's not good. Because when I get mad, I get really fucking mad. She's like, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm sorry, I put raisins in the, in the potato pie." <laughs> you didn't have to rip your shirt off and change it to some purple shorts. Like, what are you right. doing? <laughs> Who else want to fuck with Hollywood court? Like, wait, 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 whoa, 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 calm down, brother, calm down. <laughs> yeah, it happened this uh this past week. 
I was at work and this dude, this is a valid reason to get mad, by the way. This dude called the judge because I work with my grandmother. And he called himself cussing my grandma and hanging up the phone. And then he called whatever you back. said is whatever you said was just whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but continue. <laughs> yeah. And then he called back. And I asked, I guess he he was gonna cuss out some more. He like he called a bitch and everything. And I guess he he called back. And I answered the phone. And then he started talking and say, he said some shit like, What the fuck that bitch? Is? And I said, Who the fuck you think you're talking to? And then, and then when I got loud, he got super quiet. He said, "Oh my god!" He said, "My man, I will fuck you up. Who the fuck you think you talk to? Talk, nigga." And he got real quiet. And then I said, "Bring your bitch ass down here again, and you will see me." And I hung up. My grandma, I I went I because I have to go to the bank for my job a lot. So I went to the bank. I came back. My grandma like that that guy called back. And he apologized for everything he said to me. Man, that's a whole ass nigga, man. It's just be trying yeah. to cuss out some old lady and shit for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, he said he would never do it again. And please don't ever let that man pick up the phone again. That's like so, some shit on that's like some shit on Twitter. Like, turn your location on, nigga. Let me find you. <laughs> so so get ready to have your mind blown. This whole podcast episode just came right back around. So you remember at the beginning when Delva came on. And I was like, man, Delvin fired up. He cussing like a motherfucker. <laughs> what did you call Delvin? You said, man, you out here like Ray J. And then what did Delvin just do? He called He called up there, and he made that nigga apologize. <laughs> Dog, that is wild. That, you just, you, you, Ray, J, Ray, Ray J on Breakfast Club is definitely your fucking alter ego. <laughs> God damn it, Delvin. He called up, he apologized. And to be fair though, um, I, I probably would did it. I, I I would I definitely would did the fucking same thing. Yeah, like, why you cussing have. the old people, especially my grandma, nigga? You better catch these hands, nigga. Yeah, he better have. I know where the nigga stay at. Like, <laughs> you better act right. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do your dirt when a motherfucker actually know where you stay at and shit. You know, Twitter fingers or or whatever the fuck you want to call them don't go far when I can actually come to your house. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I should clarify that. I work in property management, so the nigga rents from us. So like. Like oh, wow. he just picked the wrong person. Like that that was just a that was just a bad idea. Yeah, completely. that was a bad idea. Like that was the worst idea he probably could have had that day. Yeah, to say the least. I don't that could have been a lot worse because my grandmother's been doing this business for 60 years. And a lot of people who are a lot meaner than me have her back and they will fuck somebody up with my grandma. Hey, I, I feel you, shit. I want to fuck somebody up on your grandma, too, shit. Now, <laughs> I'm ready, nigga, shit. Oh, yeah, we got his address. Let's roll. <laughs> all right, let's roll, nigga, shit. We know where he lives, shit. You know, it's all good. Oh, man, that's that's good. I'm glad we ended on that one. We just showed it. Uh, Delvin out here, he wants all the smoke. <laughs> so, don't, don't, you know, he, he he's he's very kind on his podcast and shit, you know, but you fuck a grandma, he wants all the smoke. All of it. AKA Ray J, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> On that note, we can get out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.